0: The show. I'm your host, Michael Jay, and this is Hypothetical. I'm very excited this week for a brand new guest, Sir Jerkface himself. Dave, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you. It's uh, an honor. Yeah, it's an honor.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I think you're the first person that's uh, viewed this as an honor.
1: Yeah, no, hey, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't get out much, so pretty much anything that interacts with other people, it's kind of an honor. So
0: well, I appreciate it. Most people view this as a, uh, a fear or an obligation. But no, I Honishment. appreciate that.
1: Yeah, appreciate yeah that. I could see that. <laughs>
0: All right, so before we get started, I understand you have something you want to bring to my attention.
1: Yes, um, as the, um, well, I guess I'm technically the third employee of Hypothetical Incorporated. Um, a lot of you may not know, uh, Michael, you may not even know this, but I am the person who mans, I, or I guess I, yeah, I'm a man. So I man the official Hypothetical Complaints hotline. Oh, boy, that must be uh, quite the job. It's um, it's busy. Yeah, it's busy. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, so there, there's just a few of, like the top things that keep coming up. Okay. over and over again that I think we should probably at
0: least. It, We're open to hypothetical feedback here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really, this, this is all hypothetical callers on a hypothetical hotline. So uh-huh. let's, let's just go from there. All right. um, okay. So um, you and I are both from the Chicagoland area. Yes. Um, so this one sort of hit home for me. Okay. Um, a lot of people claim that you have stolen the idea of hypothetical from the famous improv theater slash school second city um so i wanted to know if you could explain the true origins of hypothetical
0: Um, well i've been to second city before i'm a huge fan of second city
1: so it's plausible that you could have stolen it from them
0: absolutely although i've never seen them do a podcast where they take a ridiculous situation and discuss how they would handle it um they are more of a uh, traditional improv group well they have both the scripted show and then the after show improv
1: yeah there's definitely nothing scripted about this show so (laughs) no
0: there's not um (laughs) so yeah i don't think i stole it from uh second city i may have been influenced at a younger age by some of their answers um and the fact that they can make up stuff that's actually funny um which is a lot better than I can do. So yeah, yeah, I think there might be some second city influence in hypothetical for sure.
1: So we'll acknowledge an an homage at best, perhaps just a subconscious influence underneath all that. Okay.
0: Yeah. We'll go with that. All right. That sounds fancy.
1: Okay. Um, And then, so we'll move on to number two then. uh, This is the one that actually came up the most often in in practically um, identical language. So, <laughs> um, in episode two, you implied that orange Gatorade is your favorite, or maybe you just said, stated it. Or um, I think your guest actually stated that orange was your problematic Gatorade. Um, uh, why do you have to hate on Riptide Rush? That's you know.
0: Okay, so I have two favorite flavors of Gatorade:
1: orange and Riptide Rush.
0: No, not quite. <sighs> it's orange okay. and cool blue. Used to be called cool blue raspberry. They dropped the raspberry doesn't really taste like raspberry. doesn't taste like anything blue, uh, but it's still delicious. Uh, Riptide Rush is fine. Um, It does not taste like a Riptide. It does not taste like a Rush. It does not give you a Rush, but it's another flavor of unknown origin. So it's good. It's not the best.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad that you came out and and made a stance on it. I think... You're probably going to get a lot of angry. Well, I'm going to get a lot of angry phone calls. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. I guess it's yeah. fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you could tell. I mean, if people want to send me Gatorade, if they want to prove that Riptide Rush is better, you know, and send me cases cases of Gatorade, I'm fine with that.
1: You've already tasted Riptide Rush, right? So, they know that you know. Yeah. But maybe, so, you know,
0: maybe I just tasted it on an off day.
1: Maybe I should taste it again. Right. Maybe you got a bad batch.
0: Right. Well, I mean, Gatorade never
1: messes up. No, no, of course not. All right, right, right. okay. All right, let's move on to number three then. Okay. Um, What kind of low-rent podcast can only afford an engineer with one board? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Editor note here.
0: What do you mean they can only afford an engineer with one board? Do you know how good of work some engineers do with no boards?
1: (sighs) Back to the show. Do you need to start a GoFundMe to get one with more boards
0: he has more boards he just denies them
1: okay so this isn't a funding problem this is just a uh this is just a living in some sort of weird yeah i don't know mind state where he thinks there's only one board
0: right it's some alternate audio dystopian reality where he uh right he only has one board or no boards when in actuality he's sitting there with all the dials and knobs and doing whatever audio engineers do.
1: Do you think he's trying to make his job sound easier by being like, Oh, I've condensed it all down to one board. So, right. you know, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it could be. Or he thinks he's like all techno savvy and uses like computers and stuff to do his work, but really it's all manual knobs and dials and things. All right. I'm sure there's okay. wires and stuff, but. I don't understand any of
1: it. No. He'll probably claim there's only one wire, right?
0: Probably, or it's wireless
1: yeah. for all these <laughs> times. Jeez. I can to, I mean, whatever. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you. Let, let's move on to the last one, and okay. this one's got a little bit of an interactive component. Um, so, uh, people often complain that the host of the show, which would be you, um, that is true, is is out of touch with pop culture, <laughs> and that the only movie, the only movie he's ever seen is Slapshot. So, um, I've designed a test to rate your connection with pop culture. So you just, I'm going to read out the name of a movie okay, and you just tell us whether or not you've seen each of the, each of them. Um, I'll tally, tally up the scores and at the end, I'll give you a pop culture awareness rating.
0: So what's the rating for zero?
1: (laughs) Well, all pop culture ratings are on a scale of 10 gold blooms, 10 being the most gold blooms and one being the least more gold blooms is better. Okay. Okay. All right. So I've got my pen ready. I got my okay. list here. Um right. Let's do this. Movie number movie number one. Uh Mystery Alaska. I have not seen it. You haven't seen it, okay. All right. Heard of so it. So that's it. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh The Mighty Ducks.
0: Hell yes. One, yes, two, okay. and three.
1: Okay. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself because the next question is Mighty Ducks two. Yes. Yes. Enthusiastic, okay. Yes. Uh, Mighty Ducks three. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Uh, Young Blood. Wow.
0: Yes. I saw that when I was a kid. Yes. I haven't okay. seen it since. I don't remember no, any fine. of it. But yes. That's fine, but
1: you've seen it. You've seen it. Um so that the next one is from 2011, the movie Goon with Shawn Michael Scott.
0: Yes. And the sequel, Goon Last of the Enforcers.
1: Okay. Okay. So that's a bonus point, so so plus one on that. Okay. That I next the, one did-
0: and I I would like to note I did see them in reverse order. Okay. I didn't that's fine. I saw Goon Last of the Enforcers before I realized there was a
1: original goon movie right okay all right so um next one is uh the rocket the maurice richard story from 2005
0: i have not seen it i know who maurice richard
1: is but i do not
0: okay i have not seen the movie
1: okay um slapshot two yes
0: it has one of the all-time funniest one-liners in the history of movies
1: okay do you do you remember it do you want to share it with us it's
0: i'm not sure how appropriate it is for the hypothetical audience that's fine.
1: okay i'll give you a plus it's a it's, one. a it's a bobby Orr joke okay something right i will give you i will give you a Orr. i'll give you a plus one half for that okay. so that's one half of a gold um so slapshot three yes, yes. okay
0: let's go with yes pretty sure i okay. saw. It. I don't remember
1: okay um miracle
0: no but i own it
1: okay okay i'll give you a half point for that as well.
0: My son watched Um, it. Does that count? Have (laughs) you seen some of it? No, but he watched it.
1: Okay. Well, I'll I'll (laughs) still give you a half point. It's in the house, right? Yeah, exactly. Your potential to watch it at a moment's notice is there. That is true. Um, And then finally, The Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge. I don't remember that one. It's a movie where a retired hockey player learns to figure skate to be a partner of a figure skating on the rise.
0: Yeah, I don't think I saw that
1: one. Okay, so no. Alright, I'm gonna go through this list of very random pop culture movies. Um so that we got um a no. So one, two, three, four, five with a plus one gold bloom, um, six with a plus half gold bloom, seven, um so another half, so that's eight, nine gold blooms out of a possible ten gold blooms. I Wow. Yeah, I don't know how anyone could dispute your mastery of pop culture.
0: So, exactly. So, I mean, you just solve your own problem. So, when you answer the phones now, people complain about that. You could say, I've got nine out of 10 Gold Blooms.
1: Yeah. In this totally, completely random, absolutely non hockey biased uh, list of movies. So, <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Fine.
1: Well, that's good. So, that, that's all I have for today. I mean, there have been a lot of other complaints, but these are the four <laughs> sure. that have just had, you know, multiple, multiple callers. So,
0: excellent. Well, yeah. I, I appreciate you. Uh, Man, the phone lines. I hope you get some extra help there because I know this must be taking like 100 hours a week out of your schedule.
1: I, I've put in for some seasonal help. So I imagine around the holidays, we'll get extra extra complaints.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and we might get some more after this uh, This episode is done recording. Um, entirely possible. <laughs>
1: entirely possible.
0: So why don't we uh, switch gears now unless you have any more complaints uh, you need to bring to my attention?
1: No, no. I hope we're good.
0: We're good. Okay. So let's uh, jump into the warm-up game. We're going to do a traditional warm-up game of who, what, where, when, why. Um, and the topic today is bowling. Who do you want to go bowling with?
1: Okay. Do um, you want me to start? Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so bowling is a um, a favorite pastime of mine. I'm not a good bowler. Uh, but I'm, I'm better than your average Joe off the street, I would say. Okay. Um, I owned my own ball at one point had previously been someone else's ball. So it doesn't really count other than I have that like cachet of a, you know, like a bag, a ball I carry around. So
0: you're a professional.
1: Yeah, totally. (laughs) And, um, so my, who is Mariah Carey. Okay. Um, and it's totally seasonally related. Um, and, uh, what's next to why? Yes. Okay. Why is, is because I would like to, um, enter into a wager with her so if i were to beat her at bowling which i'm relatively confident i could yeah um she would have to end that terrible christmas song that she does that <laughs> all i want for christmas is you uh i like i'm not a big fan of christmas music to begin with but that's the one that like sets me uh, on might that just gets like on the very last nerve and it's just it's frankly it's a weird it's a weird over sexualized Christmas song and it's just it's just creepy and I would like for her to like A never perform it and if I can beat her by a hundred pins right to have it removed entirely from the Christmas market. So it'll be it can't be played again anywhere. That's
0: my per- wager. Are you prepared to field all the calls that are gonna come into the hypothetical complaint line from Mariah Carey fans?
1: I am. Okay. Yes. All right. yeah, just I don't want to say that I'm not a Mariah Carey fan. I don't want to say that I am, but I'm not going to say that I'm not. Okay. Um, I prefer some of her songs over some other songs, sure. yeah, just out in the world. But uh, just that that particular song, I just can't okay. can't do it.
0: And what happens if she turns out to be a bowling Ooh. aficionado and somehow beats you in this uh,
1: That's, this game? I mean, I hadn't hadn't really thought that part of it through i guess that's well i guess it'd have to be some sort of fair play on the other side right like i would have to duet with her on her next christmas album and (laughs) sing some crazy jingle bell balls song i don't know something (laughs) something just weird that would get under on my own nerves but produced by her with her magic so then it would become a beloved Christmas song. It get played everywhere. <laughs> Boy, that sounds. I'm. I'm gonna need to practice my bowling before this happens. So.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to put that on you. All right. So, where's this high stakes bowling match gonna occur? Uh,
1: so, I have a favorite bowling alley, and uh, it's in Forest Park, Illinois. It's called the Circle Bowl. Okay. Um, it's your typical sort of. Uh, gosh, it must have been built in the '60s. Sort of run down, not terribly well kept up, um, staffed by fairly unfriendly people. Um, and uh, part of this uh, game is a win, correct? Yes. Okay, so I would definitely do it at this time of year, okay. but back in the um, probably before 2009, because I'm not sure the exact date that the switch out happened, but. They now have the electronic scoring system that is prevalent in, you know, I would say probably 95% of bowling system, bowling uh, alleys. Right. Before that, they had the old overhead projector lamp stuff. So you'd have to take your score on a transparent score sheet. It would shoot through the overhead projector up onto a screen down at the right. uh, near the foul line. Um, it was just this crazy piece of uh, old technology that we don't see anymore, and <clears throat> The thing is, is they didn't like anyone except the league bowlers to use it because it was kind of expensive to replace the lamps and all that stuff. So my favorite thing to do when I would take new people to the circle bowl was to trick them into turning the lamp on. And then the old crotchety guy who ran the place would come on over the PA and Can "You turn the lamp off. You can't use the lamps in here. And then he would give you the side eye for the rest of the night. Right. So that's the trick I would want to play on Mariah Carey as well. So.
0: Okay. So you want her to get
1: chastised by the bowling alley owner. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with her. I right. would do that to anyone. you well, we like, want to you know.
0: throw her off her game so you could win. Right.
1: Well, that's also a good point. I hadn't really thought of that. It's just sort of a traditional thing. I like to do when I take new people to the circle bowl. So, oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't do it anymore. So I'd have to travel back in time to, to make that happen. Right. So, did we hit them all? Is that the who? Yeah, I think what? so. Yeah. When, why? Where, yeah. You're, yeah? you're
0: okay. going to go bowling with Mariah Carey and, uh, on a, it's going to all revolve around a, a huge, very important bet.
1: Yeah, life changing. Some would say.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, gonna cheer for you.
1: Thank you. I want you to win that match. Yeah. So what? What about you? Who's Who's your bowling partner? Well, I'm gonna invite
0: a few people. Things, whatever you want to call them. It's not going to make much sense initially, but it will all come around. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't expect it to. That's right. Fine.
0: So I'm going to invite uh, four people or characters. I'm going to invite Bozo the Clown, uh, Kanye West, Daffy Duck, and a professional curler.
1: Curler. Yeah.
0: Curler with a C, like one of those uh, from the Winter Olympics where they throw the disc. So I'm going to try to explain why I'm inviting them here, see if it makes sense.
1: I already see a pattern developing here, so I'm, I'm ready.
0: Yeah. I'm curious what you what pattern you think you see here.
1: Well, I mean, you've got a clown, yes. right? Bozo, who's a professional clown, very good at his clowning. Yes. Um, you've got a duck named Daffy, who's just crazy. It's just a duck with a bad tempered temper. Yeah. And uh, so they're both there to show Kanye what they sort of reflect his behavior back to them. Or back oh. to show him. He's a crazy clown with a bad temper and he'll see that in himself. And then the curler will be there so that they can hurl Kanye down the lane into the, into the pins.
0: Wow. I had, <laughs> that had nothing to do with why I picked them, but oh. that's a good story. <laughs>
1: All <laughs> right. Kinda, well, there you go. Yeah.
0: That, that could work too. Um, well, no, let's hear your inferior theory. Then yes. That's fine. Uh, vastly inferior. <laughs> uh, the reason I picked Bozo and Kanye West and Daffy doc uh, I picked them for one reason, and the professional curler for a totally separate reason. Uh, but in bowling, you typically wear bowling shoes, and Bozo is known for wearing giant red clown shoes. Kanye also has some very odd tastes in footwear. Uh, he was at a, a wedding over the summer where he wore flip-flops to a formal wedding, and Daffy Duck just has gigantic web feet. So I'm most interested to see what kind of footwear. They're going to wear to go bowling.
1: Okay, I mean, you know, Kanye's got his own line of shoes, right?
0: Yeah, but not bowling shoes.
1: Right, but I'm saying, like, wouldn't it be great if he made his own shoes? They'd be like, yeah, exactly, bowling Yeezys,
0: right? Yeah, Beezys.
1: Um, Oh yeah, I like that. So Bozo,
0: Kanye West, Daffy Duck—they're going to be crazy anyway. So it'll be pretty entertaining just to see them interact with each other. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of like the entertainment. I, I'm most interested in what footwear they're wearing but it'll be fun to watch them attempt to bowl cuz so i got to imagine but i think bozo might be a good bowler yeah uh, yeah you know he's probably got practice from doing bozo buckets which you know generally you're, you know you're throwing a ball in a straight line
1: it's a similar uh, skill set yeah, yeah i would agree
0: so you yeah. know he's got potential i can't imagine kanye or Daffy duck can bowl very well
1: yeah i don't know i mean i, mean, I don't know i've never Con- seen either of them bowl but kanye grew up as a teenager in chicago i mean that's a very I mean, it's probably true. a fairly universal thing to do in in suburban uh, areas where you know when you're a teenager on the weekends. You do, do some bowling. He's, I'm sure he's bold.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm sure he has. Uh, it would be fun just to watch them bowl. And then I'm gonna get a professional curler. I want one of the curlers, not the ones that do the brooms, but the person that slides the the disc.
1: Sure. Uh, because you, they have you to. Want, you want the skip of the team, essentially. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. And it's called a stone, not a disc. So, Thank you.
0: I knew I was yes. messing that up. Yeah. Yeah. So, because they got to throw that stone as straight as possible.
1: Well, I mean, technically they curl it. So,
0: but they want to end up in a straight line because that the target is in the middle, right?
1: Yeah. But they tend to curve around other stones. But yes, that's, but not so does a bowling an, ball. Exactly. That's a, that's an applicable skill there right. as well. I
0: think. Right. Yeah. So, I think a, Skip would be a very interested, interesting bowler to watch. Um, So those are the the four people I'd have bowl with me, or people or characters. Um, So I'd I'd have Bozo, Kanye, Daffy Duck, and some professional curler um, bowl, and we do it on the set of Double Dare.
1: Oh, okay,
0: famous kids show. Because I I want to do it. I want the bowl around the obstacle course so that they could. There's essentially obstacles that they have to bowl through. So there'll be like that giant nose with the slime that comes out, you know, that's hanging over the uh, the lane. And there'll be various uh, different obstacles that are on the lane. They don't have to go through the obstacles, but they have to get their ball through the obstacles down the lane to hit the pins. Uh, just to add an element of the unknown to make bowling so more it's interesting.
1: It's definitely a through. Like you'd have to pull through the nose slime. Not you. You wouldn't right. have to like hook it around to get to the pins.
0: Correct. Correct. Yeah, basically, right. there be a lot of slime and junk on the lane to try. So we're and, not talking. A,
1: we're we're probably not going to get a high scoring affair here. Then
0: probably not. Yeah. I mean, look who we have bowling. I don't think we have any professional bowlers either in this joint. So yeah, I mean, it could be that the person that knocks down one pin wins the game.
1: Right. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't want to tell you how to do your business here, but. Um, Maybe we should add like a Pete Weber, you know, sort of a famous uh, professional bowler to it to see, I mean, I don't want, I don't want your other guests to feel inferior. So maybe that's a bad idea, but um, I'd be, I'd be interested to see what a, what a really good bowler could do on a slime covered course.
0: Yeah. I'm actually interested in that now too. So maybe we'll set up a second lane with professional bowlers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not competing against them. He's just sort of setting the, like the baseline of, you know, with years of practice and you know lots of skill this is what you could do
0: that's a good idea all right we'll do that and uh in terms of timing it could be any time uh, whenever we can get on this side of double there so when, whenever they're not filming
1: well is that show still on
0: did it while they've uh brought it back with a new host and mark summers is still there is like a uh is the announcer essentially
1: because i was gonna say if the show's not still on you'd have to recreate the the set and I know you've yeah. got plenty of room at your house, so we could probably do it there. Oh,
0: right. right. Um, yeah. No, no, no more situations in my house. No, we'll go yeah, to the you don't, really to.
1: Yeah. you don't really need to. You don't really need to. Yeah.
0: And I don't want to have to clean that up. Although if it's on a bowling lane, the, the lanes are pretty well polished, so it should
1: clean right off. And then you'd, then you'd have a bowling lane in your house when you're done. So that'd be nice.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I'm not falling for that again, I'm having something hosted <laughs> in my house. Okay All right. it sounds great, but I'm sure there's there's a catch somewhere.
1: There's probably some repercussions we haven't thought of yeah yes yes.
0: So before uh, my house gets filled with more things I don't want, um, why don't we jump into the main game? Great. Uh, today we are going to create a new line of candy. I it's want to candy. know the name yep. of your candy, describe the candy, how much you're gonna sell it for? Uh, where are you gonna sell it, who your target market is and how you're gonna promote it.
1: Okay um so i actually have a whole line of candies Thanks. here so i'm just going to run through it it's the fairy tale themed i haven't really thought up a name for the whole um the whole company of it so maybe you could help me out with that something yeah, i'm thinking like we can workshop it. mother mother goose's gummies or or Grimm's fairy candies or something i don't know okay um you know all that stuff's in uh public domain at this point so it's uh I wouldn't have to pay any royalties for it, so it, it should work. So, all, right. all right. So the first, I'm gonna kind of run down these in the order of, you know, ones that I think will hit more of the mass market, okay, to ones that have a bit more of a uh, specialized appeal to them. So, um, the first one is a uh, Goldilocks candy. Um, they, they come three, three to a package. Okay. Um, they all taste like porridge. Uh, <laughs> just one of them's too hot, one of them's too cold, and one of them's just right. Okay, pretty simple concept, right? Sure. All right. Next one is the Princess and the Pea. Um, it is a black and blueberry gummy princess um, with a wasabi pea interior. Huh. Okay, right? Sounds pretty. That sounds, sounds interesting. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound too bad. No. Um, I mean, it's got the gimmick, but it doesn't taste like porridge. It's got that.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, you give everybody the porridge first, and everything else is going to taste great after that.
1: Exactly, exactly. Right. Um, then we have Rap- Rapunzel's golden braids, which is a, a braid of caramel and butterscotch. Huh. Oh, okay. Sounds good, right? Yeah. Um, and then the next is a, a pair of candies called Hansel's and Gretel's. Um, the Hansels are, of course, breadcrumb flavored, um, and the Gretels are gingerbread flavored, um, and they're all shaped like fat little children. So <laughs> uh, we should probably, I should probably include a witch in there at some point to. Now that for another day, I'll, fi- I'll figure that out. Okay. Um, the other one is the frog prince kisses. So they're exactly like Hershey's kisses, okay. um, except inside they have a, actually, you can see it from the bottom when you turn it over to the flat side, it has a um, hidden purple symbol of the musician prince. Excellent. Yeah. So it's a kiss with the prince inside, right? Yep. Um, maybe they should be shaped like a frog. T- I don't know. Anyway, this is still a brainstorming thing here. So right, right. So, some of these are more put together. The next one is called Pinocchio's Conscience, uh, which is just, just a chocolate-covered cricket. Uh, it's very popular in, uh, you know, maybe not in America, but in other countries, they'll, they'll, they'll really like that. Um, next, we have Fee-Fai-Foe-Fums, um, which is uh, really just flavored like the blood of an Englishman. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, you see, it gets a little out there. Yeah. Yeah. But what, um, what kind of candy is it? Um, it's probably like, a maybe it could be a gummy, uh, like a giant, a gummy giant. Okay. Like a big gummy. So I know how you like oh, large gummies.
0: No, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah.
1: Um, and it'll have a li- liquid center, which would be
0: <laughs> it blood like, of an Englishman. Uh, oh, yeah. it'd be the
1: actual blood of an Englishman?
0: Or, um, or just tastes like it? Or it'd be like infused, maybe?
1: If we could get it to be shelf stable, we could use the actual blood of an Englishman. Yeah.
0: Huh, I wonder how the English feel about that.
1: Uh, I have plenty of <laughs> blood. I'm not going to take all of it. This is this candy. Is, this candy is not going to sell that well, so I think it'll be fine. <laughs> um, okay, next is the ant and the grasshopper. Um, okay. So you have uh, you know the the hardworking ant and the uh, kind of lazy grasshopper, right? Okay. Um, so the ants are cocaine flavored, and the uh, grasshoppers are heroin flavored. <laughs> um, you mix them up. Into a speedball, it's you know, it's its own thing. <laughs> Just flavored, though, you know, flavor, right, not actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah. this is for kids, God's sake. Oh, totally. I mean, kids drink the blood yeah. of Englishmen all the time, so why not? Taste it's, cocaine it's, and heroin. It is the number one request on uh, some list of weird children. Okay, um then we have uh Red Riding Hoods. So it's a that's a gummy wolf with a grandma flavored center
0: okay i i was cool with everything yeah i don't think i want anything that tastes like a grandmother huh i mean uh, maybe i'm just not the target market for this one but
1: maybe i mean we could probably um i mean not everybody's grandma tastes the same right i, I don't so, know <laughs> good point either do i um, <laughs> maybe it could be like a grandma inspired flavor so it'd be like uh-huh. a like a sort of a Werther's original or some sort of like hard candy. Uh, I'm much more of that now. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's really doesn't hit the sort of like, I mean, I'm sure,
0: I'm sure there's a market for your original recipe, but
1: yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm trying to get in the spirit of the original fairy tales, which always had something sort of dark and grim and uh, you know, they're not the disney ones that we have right over here that there was always some sort of object lesson, but that lesson was like, scare the pants off little kids kind of thing. So right. okay. anyway. Um, okay. And then uh, we have the emperor's new clothes, uh, which is a packaged candy. Um, and only one out of every 10 of them actually has candy in it. <laughs> um, the rest are just empty. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and then finally we have the goose who laid the golden egg, uh, which is just like a Cadbury egg, only better. Okay. Um, and one in 1 billion of them has a tiny golden egg inside of it. Um, and if you find it without swallowing it, um, it cannot be redeemed if it's been passed through your digestive tract. Okay. okay. Um, you, you win the candy company. I think it's yours. You can just okay. you can
0: have it. So I only have to buy a billion of these.
1: Uh, well, that's the gambler's fallacy, right? Like <laughs> right. if the odds are one in a billion, right. one out of these billion will win, but that's not really true. It's right. like there could, I could have made 7 billion of them and there are seven winners. And none of them are in your pile of a billion. So, <laughs> But yeah, go ahead and buy a billion of them. That's fine. Okay. I, I might have to. Uh, I mean, they're g- going to be kind of um, a rich chocolate. So you'd, I, don't uh, have, we, I
0: don't have to eat them all. I can just break them point. all open.
1: Good point. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't matter to me. A billion yeah. sales is a billion sales, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: You've got a very uh, extensive line of candies here. I'm very impressed. Yeah. We don't yet have a name for it. That's okay. We'll come back to that. Where are you going to sell these
1: things? Uh, Where will I sell them? Was that the question? Yes. um, yes,
0: Where are you going to sell them?
1: Well, I think we'll start out at uh, Renaissance Fairs. I think it's a great place to start because you've got um, a fan base who's already tied into the fairy tale aspect. um, And a lot of them have sort of a dark sense of humor. um, And they're already into eating weird foods, right? Right. Part of the reason to go there is to, to get the big roasted turkey leg and i mean i guess it's not that weird but like it's not your everyday sort of food so i think i think they'd be into it okay um you know the renaissance fairs sort of tour the country in sort of a circuit so i'd have a continuous sales base then you know if we got big enough we could obviously move into i don't know i think bookstores i think some bookstores might be good people with a sort of literary background would would maybe want these um or at least want to try them right
0: this is a very sensible marketing plan so far.
1: Yeah, thanks. It's uh, maybe too sensible for the show. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. It's not the business school podcast, is it?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I mean, we've had some good business ideas here. I think. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, I would agree. You've had some business ideas.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe "good" is the wrong word, but uh, we've had some business ideas. Uh, anyway. Who's your so your target market is really like run fair and fairy yeah, tale basically, aficionados.
1: Basically, Kid. if you if you wear a cape in your leisure time, <laughs> this, this candy's yeah. for you. So or, kids and yeah. adults alike.
0: I mean, you're not pigeonholing.
1: Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. How much? Uh,
0: I, I mean, it, you had a gigantic list of, of candies, but can you give me a sense of the retail price of these things? I mean, if I have to buy a million of those eggs, or a billion of those eggs, how much is this yeah. going to cost me?
1: they're going to be i'd say competitive fair uh candy prices The the nice thing is that they're going to be sold in bulk right with a couple exceptions right like so the the um the goldilocks come in a package of three the uh emperor's new clothes comes in a package um that you can't see into that kind of thing but the um you know they'll be in like a big barrel with some tongs and you get a bag and you fill it up and you probably buy it by weight by piece okay um so yeah i mean I don't think it's going to set you back too much. I mean, you, yes, because you're buying a billion of them.
0: Um, I'm hoping you're offer so, me a discount since you manned my complaint line.
1: Well, I think it should actually go the other way around. You should be willing <laughs> to pay full price since I'm your employee. <laughs> um, well, I've given you the
0: opportunity, given you a job here.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. The first one's free, maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe okay. You, get the, uh, you get the ant and the grasshopper for free. You know, it's your taste with the cocaine in there and flavors.
0: I want the prince, uh, the prince kiss
1: one. That yeah, one sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, um, I think my my promotional uh, plan. You know, I've got a vast marketing team working on this, and they of came up with what really makes seems like the only way that this promotional makes sense. Since we're going to be selling at the Renaissance Fair, the only promotional opportunity you really have available to you is the town crier. So we just mm-hmm. have a guy out there bring it a bell soon. Here you hear you. Come get your, you know, as of yet unnamed candies. Yeah. You should just have the town,
0: you should hire town criers in all the towns around the world and just start annoying people until they buy the candy.
1: Uh, Sure. I guess I'd have to like, I mean, I guess there there probably is a Renaissance fair season. So when all the Renaissance fairs are closed, I could give the town criers who work there like an off season job.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Have them Yeah, yeah, I think that's maybe phase two of the marketing plan.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Yeah,
1: I think so. Hmm. I I mean, I hope so. I've already got sales of one billion committed, so I should be able to get...
0: Well, maybe (laughs) not because I'm going to buy them one at a time because if I get the golden egg before the billion, then I could stop buying.
1: Well, then there wouldn't be much of a company to get, so I wouldn't really be out much. (laughs) Well, I
0: assume you've made a billion to start. The golden egg's got to be in there from the get-go.
1: Oh, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's overhead at that point, right? Right. Like you're already in the, in the, in the red, in the black, I don't know which one is, which one's a bad one in the red, in the red. No, there you go.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, I'm in the red for the, for the production of the billion eggs. Right. Uh, And I don't really get into the black until you specifically buy them. So. Or win the company. Yeah. Don't worry. There's plenty of room at your house to store a billion chocolate eggs. So (laughs) it's fine.
0: Yeah, but the problem is getting to my house. Apparently, there's lots of traffic. because If, Jen, if Jenny's parked uh, all his tractor trailers there.
1: I will tell you this if if you commit to buying a billion of them today, free helicopter delivery straight to your house.
0: That's kind of. Do I get to keep the helicopters?
1: I mean, I did say free helicopter delivery, so I could see why you would think that. But I meant delivery via helicopter.
0: Oh, no. well, I was more interested if I got to keep the helicopter.
1: Yeah, no, I can see that. I totally. I mean, you probably are of the age that you watched *Riptide* as a as a kid, right? No, that wasn't. Oh, a I, I forgot. That's yeah. No, it's a television show, first of all. But yeah, that's fine. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <Keep> it on.
0: <laughs> all right, so we don't. The only thing we have an answer here is we're not quite sure what the name is yet. Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we can keep work, workshopping that. I don't know if I have any better ideas on what you were throwing out there before.
1: Yeah, Mother Goose's goodies. I don't know that sounds creepy. Um, <laughs> that sounds really creepy. It sure does. I mean, I'm already selling you grandma flavors. Like, I don't <laughs> want to get too out there, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> I, don't to, I don't want to offend anyone with the name of the candy for God's sakes.
0: It's just oh, you're selling classic candy.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm envisioning this in a total like classic candy store sort of setup where you right. you know you you get the, the like the glass jar with the lid or the barrel with the flip open thing and you scoop it out and yeah total five and dime stuff yeah absolutely
0: it's probably you don't have a uh, taffy candy
1: yeah maybe the rapunzel's braids could i mean it's caramel and butterscotch but it's not quite taffy yeah huh that's a good good point i think maybe uh you're giving me all kinds of ideas here maybe we could have them like being made or certain ones of them being made in front of you or at least you know Perfunctorily, being made you know there are some being made but those aren't the ones that are being sold those are just like demo candies kind of things they're you know so you can see how a renaissance guy would make candy
0: we'll, we'll keep working on that um let me give you my candy ideas i have not thought through my answers but i have i've got two i want to run by you and you tell me which one to pursue but before i do that i want to give you my the ones that didn't make the cut Cause I came up with a bunch of candy ideas Some were okay. Two I think are really good. And those are the ones who went to run by you. The others are, I don't know how much potential is there. So let me give you the rejected ideas. First. Um, we'll start with methlets, which is um, a hard candy shell, chocolate shell with meth inside. So it will be, and it'll be like little balls, like the six lits candy.
1: Sure. I love those. Yeah. I can only imagine I would love them better with meth. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs>
0: I mean, it, the, the good thing about it is they're so addicting. So the market should be there, right? Because like once you buy one, and you consume one, you're going to want to buy more and you won't be able to stop, yeah. um, which is also a part of the problem and why I rejected the idea in the beginning. I really don't want right. to contribute to the drug epidemic that we have.
1: Right. It's not, um, it's not a, uh, consequence free candy addiction, Right. You know, like there isn't one of those things, I suppose, but yeah.
0: And then my next one is going to be, or the next one that was rejected was hot Somalis, which is a Somali themed, a Somalia themed hot tamales candy.
1: Uh-huh, uh huh.
0: You know, their big dessert, I guess, is the is havla. Um, so just be kind of like a a chewy but uh, spicy havla
1: candy of some sort. Quick sidebar on this: I uh, used to live very near. Ferrara pan candy store or candy uh, factory. Okay. Who makes the hot tamales, right? Yep. And um, it w- got to the point where I could identify with reasonable certainty uh, what they were making that day just by the scent in the air near there. So you could the, the hot tamales were, were pretty distinct as was the, there was like a grape one. It was Anyway, so um, okay. I don't know what, what was the what was the Somali dessert called? Havla? Havla? What, yeah. I don't know what that smells like, but I look forward to figuring it out. Well, I
0: don't know if they're going to make it because I rejected that idea. I don't think it's uh, not, it's quite there.
1: I mean, if you've rejected it, that means you haven't put a patent or copyright on it. So,
0: oh, yeah, that's true. It's
1: true. Free game for Ferrara Pan.
0: Yeah. So, speaking of uh, Ferrara Pan candies, um, they make lemon heads, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And that is correct. Yes. So. The version that I rejected is called Crackheads, mm-hmm. which is crack flavored lemonades. Yeah, so you could see why I rejected that one pretty easily. Uh, well,
1: again, it's crack flavored, though, right? Yeah, but
0: still, I mean, it's not helping yeah, the I cause. Don't,
1: I don't really know what crack tastes like, but it's probably not good. I mean, people don't eat crack for like they don't eat it at all.
0: Right. So there's a, a candy bar I've never really gotten into. I just don't like it. Called Almond Joy. Yeah, And so I was going to uh, start the line of candy bars called Almond Despair, which would be basically just all almonds, no chocolate or anything good in there. Um, it would just be a, essentially a bag of disappointment. I rejected that one, too, because it just doesn't seem like a lot of potential in disappointing people.
1: Um, well, I mean, you, you can at, at this point buy like a small snack pack of, of just almonds. So maybe there would be people who. Found some humor in in their pack of almonds being called almond despair. Like if you target it at the at the dieter, right? Who like right. can't eat anything but almonds or whatever, I'm sure there's some weird fad diet that's got that right. Right. And they're not super happy about their their food situation. Eh,
0: almond despair. I like it. All right. Well, that's on the maybe rejected table. We'll see. All right. All right. And the last rejected one before we get to the real ones is uh, Starworst, which is Bratwurst flavored Starburst okay so basically different sausage flavors in starburst form
1: okay okay uh, so sounded, i mean i have
0: sounded good in the beginning and then i realized it's pretty nasty
1: well i have to admit i mean it it sounds delicious because it's it's around lunchtime for me here so it's <laughs> right. um it does sound good I, I do have one problem though is that like unless you're talking something like a you know a sausage that has flavors in it like a Spinach and feta, or apple and bacon, or whatever. I generally can't discern flavors of sausages. All that. Well, it all just kind of like tastes like ground up.
0: Another reason why it's on the rejected list. Um, Okay. So, so I had to work through those before I could get to the good ones. Um, Okay. So now I'm going to give you uh, the two that I am interested in pursuing. You tell me which one I should go for. The first one is called acquittal Skittles, and they are uh, law-themed, court-themed Skittles. Um, so they will be, I guess, fruit-flavored little discs, chewy discs um, that come in a bag, sold to courthouses, and can only be bought if you're acquitted of your crime. So if you... Okay. It, so it only be sold at, at criminal courts. If you are found guilty, well, you don't get any acquittal Skittles. Uh, but if you get let off, then you could go celebrate with a pack of acquittal skittles, and they'll be the sweetest skittles you ever had because they mark your acquittal.
1: So, would there be a reciprocal, like sour candy for?
0: Oh, for the guilty. That's a good idea. But the problem is, the guilty people might not be able to buy it because they might be in custody.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: I don't think the market would be as big.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know they have like depending on the severity of your prison sentence right if you're in max i don't know but right. there are there are often uh like vending machines in,
0: in right. prisons that, that is true
1: so you could put like you yeah. know or they have the uh,
0: commissary or you can
1: yeah yeah, yeah. you could have like uh, conviction biscuits or something like something just bland and terrible
0: <laughs> conviction biscuits i like that <laughs> we have to sell those too um so my acquittal uh, skittles will be sold in courthouses um Target audience is obviously people that uh, have not been convicted of crimes.
1: Not only not con- not only not convicted, but like acquitted. So you right. know, bystanders can't buy these.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, okay. they could okay. maybe there'll be a pack sold on eBay or something.
1: Right, but you could like if you I was can, just in court visiting for the day to right. like watch a proceeding of some sort. Right. right. If I'm well, not on trial,
0: I don't know. Maybe you could it's kind of like rub it in the face of the people on trial.
1: Right. Like I have not been convicted. Right. So I, I can have some.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got no criminal record. I'm just going to enjoy these acquittal skittles while you s- sit there hoping that you uh, don't go to jail. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm going to promote it by having a series of ads where uh, people that have been acquitted are going to say, like, I faced 30 years to life, but I got these sk- acquittal skittles. So it's, you know, people telling us they're there are stories of hardship of facing these crazy criminal proceedings and then getting off the hook and they get the sweet taste of quittle skittles as a result.
1: I think you might also need to and tell me if I'm, you know, jumping the gun here, but um, look at uh, some famous attorney, like get your Johnny Cochran's too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good idea. And he could even use it as like a marketing tool for his business as well. It's like a reciprocal thing. Like, Hey, do you want some acquittal Skittles? Come see Johnny Cochran.
0: That's a really good idea. Yeah. I'll get uh, you know some really good trial attorneys to record some commercials where they make the case for acquittal Skittles.
1: Uh, you have to at least uh, reach out and see who you can get, right? Like you don't want to get like uh, Peter Geraci, you know,
0: but. <laughs> yeah. If you live in Chicago, you know who that is. If you've been injured in an auto accident or what have
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. He might even just be a brand at this point. I'm not sure if he's a local thing. I think he might just be a face for like a, you know, you call into a call center and you just get whatever random.
0: That's candy line number one, acquittal Skittles. My other candy, I don't have a name for it yet. Uh, Maybe we can figure that out here. Uh, But it's a do-it-yourself candy. And basically, it could be a, a series of candies. We'll take any type of candy. Let's say we start with a Kit Kat, for example. And you will get all the separate ingredients for the Kit Kat in your package, but it hasn't been put together and baked and made whatsoever. So you get essentially the green. It's basically like Blue Apron for candy.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask if you were going for the for the Blue Apron HelloFresh kind of market, or if you're going for the like Maker Fair.
0: I, I was going for the Maker Fair. Fair until it just hit me that this is like the Blue Apron type of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, but- yeah. Yeah, because for for the Maker Fair one, you'd probably need like a 3D chocolate printer or something like that to make it.
0: But it could be like also that. like Skittles or lifesavers or something where it's sure, uh, yeah, you know, or like more hard candies. Because I think the tagline for this candy will be like "Hard Work, Hard Candy," uh, because oh. you actually got to work to make this candy. Otherwise, you're yeah. going to be eating like random ingredients so, that make no sense. Like
1: the ones sugar you can't pronounce,
0: and some citric yeah. acid. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, if you ever always wanted to know what citric acid tasted like, well, you'll get some in this do-it-yourself candy.
1: Here's a chance. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, So this, I think it'll be sold at like Home Depot, Lowe's, like those kind of uh, do-it-yourself hardware places. But also, I guess it could be sold uh, through a subscription service like Blue Apron or HelloFresh or Home Chef or anything. Um, So it could have kind of a a multi-track marketing plan here.
1: I mean, um, would you a commit to them being sustainably sourced ingredients, and b advertise on every podcast I ever listen to? Those are the you know, two questions uh, in order to get into okay. that market.
0: So, no, I would not commit to sustainable sources. This is candy, okay. so we're gonna have the junkiest <laughs> of junk, yeah. fakest of fake ingredients. Um, but b, yeah, we'll we'll advertise on on podcasts to uh, get people to subscribe to the service or go pick up a packet. Home Depot or Lowe's or True Value or Ace Hardware, or wherever uh, you get your do-it-yourself stuff projects. Would, would you hit?
1: Would you hit the uh, sort of crafty do-it-yourself places like your Michaels and your, uh, your Hobby oh, yeah. Lobbies? Yeah, that's, like that?
0: that's a good idea too. I mean, the, the potential for this candy is enormous. Could be sold anywhere. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, it's basically just a grocery store that you've sort of put together. That's what all these you know, meal prep kit things are really. It's somebody, somebody else going to the grocery store for you. You
0: know, and they get you hooked on it and then you forget to cancel and just keeps going and going and going.
1: Oh man, it's the Columbia House of Candy.
0: <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> that is the perfect, uh, I might have to steal that for the tagline. I don't know if that <laughs> actually helps the cause or not. Yeah,
1: probably not. And, you know, you're limiting yourself to like people over the age of 35, I think.
0: so. <laughs> yeah, that as well, that as well. Yeah. Well, for that particular market, maybe we'll we'll use that tagline.
1: Sure, right. And if you're gonna advertise in like uh Red Book magazine or something, you know, like no no offense to, you know, people under thirty who read Red Book
0: Yeah. Um oh, I forgot to give pricing. Um uh, oh. I think I'm gonna sell the acquittal Skittles will be like the cheapest candy you could possibly buy. Like they'll be a nickel or something because if you had to fight off your criminal charges, you probably paid a lawyer a lot of money. So you probably don't have much money left. So you should be able to celebrate without, you know, having to take out a loan to to get a pack of candy. So skittles are going to be like cheap, or actually maybe you can, we'll even, if you show us your court paperwork, we'll give you a pack for free. If you were just acquitted. Yeah, that's really nice. Now maybe get them, they'll get them hooked and they'll come back and buy more at regular price.
1: Oh, so once you've, been acquitted your free reign to get acquittal skittles forever it's not well, like once it, per trial
0: no you could keep getting them until you are found guilty okay so if you right. go to trial again and are found guilty then you can't buy them anymore
1: okay but once you've been acquitted once you're forever yes in until you okay yeah but they're only sold in courthouses correct i maybe this is just me but i'm sort of picturing you know the um like the cigarette girl sort of uh Trope, you know what I'm talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah. carrying uh, yeah. a tray with a thing around her neck to hold the tray up. and
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like a little paper hat. and Yeah. Cigarettes, arrows, quiddle skittles. Yeah. Right. She'd have to, um uh, it wouldn't necessarily be a she. It's just, you know, what the, right. the trope is, right? Um, right. But I, I guess you could call it more like the hot dog vendor sort of ideal. You get the person with the, you know, the bin right there that they can bring right to you. You don't have to go somewhere to get them. Right. They come to
0: you. I mean, we could just hire the bailiffs in all the courtrooms to hand out a pack to those that are acquitted.
1: Yeah, I'm going to bet those guys are unionized, so it's probably not going to fly.
0: But, yeah, uh, it might be a little little too much. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then on the do-it-yourself candy, uh, whatever we're calling it, subscription service, probably like 10 bucks a month, nice and affordable, kind of lull you into it, because then we can up- upgrade you to more plans later on. Or maybe it's $10 a week because we're sending them weekly.
1: Maybe. I think I think that may be your um you know your trial subscription price. I think it's gotta be higher than that though, because I mean this is hipster appeal, right? And if there's you know, anything true. about about millennial hipsters that they will pay way too much for avocados on bread, so why not do yourself candy? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I,
0: I love avocados. Very good point. Toast.
1: Hipsters, don't don't raise the price of toast anymore. I I, I love toast. I love avocados, so that's
0: you just- do realize that you're just creating more calls into the complaint line for people that are going to complain about things that you've said now.
1: Yeah. Oh man. I hadn't thought about that. Okay. Well, yeah. um, I'm just going to mute myself for the rest of the episode. <laughs> you just carry on.
0: Yeah. And then I guess when, it, if it's sold in store though, it wouldn't be a subscription. So it'd be hard to sell candy for, you know, 30 bucks for a pack. So
1: not sure what the price. Yeah. Would be. You know, I've seen some of those, some of those subscription pack things that go, that do well enough that eventually get sold in a store, but it's like a smaller, like, you know, you don't, you don't get all the benefits of the subscription. You just get like a small one-time tasting package as it were. So I think you could do both.
0: Yeah. Or maybe I can just package it in comically large bags. So people think they're getting a ton of candy ingredients. So it looks like a lot. So I could charge 30 bucks for the bag because the bag is like six feet tall, but there's only enough to make like a bag of skittles
1: right right like it's it's sold don't uh, contain a volume of skittles but it really just has like a, a small package of sugar and some food coloring in it
0: right and then it's just like air. five cubic feet
1: of air yeah well, I like it you know the, this brings up a point though because a lot of candy making like I'm thinking of um, um, cotton candy right it has a special machine uh, a lot of you know, if you're making fudge, you need a special thermometer and a double boiler and all those things. Are you, are you going to supply the equipment?
0: Oh, why would it be helpful like that? You yeah. Figure I, it out I, that. Not, I haven't even committed to providing instructions. I've only committed ah, to providing okay. the ingredients.
1: All right. I see. Okay. That this this might very be DIY.
0: Yeah. So, it, you know, maybe we sell instructions as an extra add-on. Mm-hmm. And if we're real successful and there's a demand for the equipment, then maybe we can start selling our own branded equipment also. I don't oh, think yeah. any of that would be yeah, included yeah. with the ingredients. No, that's an upcharge for sure. All right. Well, before I uh, upset any more uh, candy customers and create even more calls to the hypothetical complaint line, I think we'll wrap up this episode. I th- Thank you very much, Dave. I appreciate you uh, joining me this week on hypothetical. Where can people find you online if you want them to find you?
1: Um, I'd really rather they didn't. Um, but uh, that's fair. pretty much in most places where you'll find someone named surgery phase online that's typically me um you know I, I hang out in some slacks here and there uh instagram mostly for myself but not not terribly regularly um i will throw a little promo the way of someone else who uh, i'd like to send some attention to if that's okay sure absolutely. Um, there, there's a um style of podcasting that i've been listening to a lot lately called movies by minutes podcasting where they take a movie and they break it down into one minute segments and produce uh an episode of the podcast that reviews just that one minute And they do that for each minute of the film huh. and there's tons of them out there there's like over 100 different movies being recorded and, and analyzed in that fashion and i like it because it's kind of it, it kind of runs the gamut it's either like a full um full-on like film school sort of uh mise-en-scene sort of analyzing the scene sort of thing all to just totally making fun of the movie for 15 minutes um and you can find the whole list of them at uh, moviesbyminutes.com. That's moviesbyminutes.com. So check it out. Uh, I think I think Alien Minute is probably my favorite one so far. Uh, but I'm also listening to uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, there's um, mean, mean Girls Minutes going on right now, which is quite entertainable. So. Uh, entertainable? Entertaining. Uh, yeah, so. I haven't heard of any of that uh, style of podcast. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I think it started with Star Wars. Like most pop culture things, uh, you know, there was people doing Star Wars I movies, and they're still doing them. They're doing all, you know, like bajillion of the the movies. So.
0: Any of them on hockey movies?
1: I haven't looked. There's a lot of them. There could be. I'll have to go check
0: it out. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks again, Dave. Uh, thanks for joining me. I hope uh, I haven't scared you off from coming back again. And uh, please don't quit the hypothetical complaint line.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say once the complaints build up, I think I'm contractually obligated to come back and yes, please air uh, the grievances. <laughs>
0: i appreciate it and, and uh, glad to hear that hypothetical listeners are being heard
1: we're totally listening to you
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this episode of hypothetical thanks for listening and be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at underscore hypothetical and subscribe to hypothetical on your podcast player of choice until next time this is hypothetical